Hi, I'm Renee Philpott, and this is Selling with Charm. After over 26 years in sales, there's one thing I have learned. Sales is fun. Join me as I help you simplify your sales process, and together we will reach your weekly, monthly, and yearly goals. Let's get started. Hi, Earl. Hey, how you doing? Great. How about you? Doing good. So we haven't done an episode together recently. We re-aired one that we had done together, but we haven't really been able to sit down and do an episode together in quite a while. No, it's been a while. So it's great to have you here. Appreciate it. Glad you had me back. Thought I was done. <laughs> nope. I'm giving you another shot. <laughs> um, but we've just had a lot going on in our lives, and it has been hard to be sit down together and really take time to do this. So it's great to be able to do that again. Yes, I agree. Okay. So this is, you know, we're into February, but we haven't talked about your 2023 goals. We had, on the podcast, we've spent uh, several weeks talking about vision boards and goals and all the things. And I talked about how when I very first started talking about goals and vision boards, you really weren't too keen on following along, were you? No, no, I thought it was kind of goofy. <laughs> sometimes I'm a little goofy. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think sometimes you get a little um, rabbit run there and you start running down a hole there. And I thought, well, it's just another one of those things. <laughs> you didn't think it was going to last. No, I didn't saying? think it was going to last. I thought it would be a short-lived thing. <laughs> <laughs> so what What did you think about it? Did you think it was just a little bit too foo-foo for you? Or what was you thinking? Uh, I thought I didn't see the point in it at one point. I, I kind of had some little personal goals, like I would challenge myself to stuff I was working on, but I didn't see the reason to kind of make this big ordeal out of it. And uh, normally I'm a little bit more simple on things and you're normally a little bit more of a show with it. So, Okay, that's fair. Um, but I talked you into it, right? Yeah, you talked well, me into it usually. But. Was it that we were just having so much fun? You thought you'd join in because that's kind of how I see it. Or was it that you just thought it was working and you'd join in? Or did you just give up? No, I give up. I thought you would be mad at me if I didn't do it. I thought that would be another or ordeal there that we'd have to deal with. So uh, I figured I'd give in and just go with it and see how it worked out. And it worked out pretty good. So Okay, so I convinced you to finally do some goals and put them on paper. Yep. And now you kind of appreciate it, right? Yes, I do. I, I, I'm very big on it, and um, I really push it. And um, I'm really big in believing uh, if you write them down now, I didn't see it before, but I believe if you write it down and, and share it and you kind of tell people what you're working on, it makes you stand a little bit more behind it. Okay, that's good. So do you have some of your goals you'd like to share with us? Yes, I've got some 2023. I actually came up with probably more goals than I've ever came up with in my life this year. Um, I've done some 2023 life goals, then I've done some 2023 um, uh, running goals and kind of activity goals. But um, this year, uh, one of the big things with goals, you know, you started doing this a few years ago too, and I thought this is crazy also, but now I really like it, is uh, coming up with your word of the year. And uh, this year, I kind of thought about words, and this one really jumped at me a long time ago. And so I already knew kind of what my word was going to be, and it was determination. And I thought, man, I, in order to get these goals I want to done, I'm going to have to really have some determination to get them done. And my personal goals, like my life goals, I called them, you know, was to read 10 books. I'm not a big reader. I've probably not read 10 books over the last 10 years. At, 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 that'd, be, that'd be a push. Um, I want to read 10 books this year. There's a lot of books out that I really want to read. And um, I'm reading a lot of them. I, well, I, I like having the books I can read along. 
but also I've started listening to them also and kind of reading and listening to them. So I really enjoy kind of how it makes me understand it. But doing weekly dates with my lovely wife, Renee, having meals with the boys and girls weekly, uh, something I really enjoy and do a trail run with Corey and Ben and a trail run with Renee. Um, We'll see how that goes this year. And a 100 mile bike ride with Renee. Then do a hike um, to its local falls called Van Hook Falls with the whole family, some boys and girls all. And then quarterly big trips with Renee and learn to play the guitar, something I've been talking about for years and something I really want to work on this year. Um, Do yoga and work on mindfulness weekly and learn a second language and do a daily devotional and read the Bible with Renee. So some big things, it's a lot of things I want to work on. And I've already been doing pretty good with most of them, staying with it since you know, we're recording this. My running goals, you know, I had eight of them. And it was a, to run 1,750 miles this year, which is a big a year, big, a lot of them, a lot of miles this year. Um, when I've not ran 1,750 miles over the last probably two years together, I want to set a 50-mile trail PR. And I've got one coming up here in April. So I'll get to put that to the test. I want to complete a 100K or 100-mile trail race, and I have signed up for a 100-mile trail race this year. Kind of skipped the 100K race and went to the 100-mile race, doing no business 100 this fall, run a trail race out of state. I'm going to squeeze that in there somewhere, although the 100-mile race will take care of that because it's Kentucky, Tennessee. I want to set a 50K trail PR. I don't have a 50K on the books, but... With all the training I've got coming up this summer, I'll probably end up doing a 50K somewhere in the mix there. Exercise weekly and stay consistent with it. And I want to bike 1,250 miles this year for the total. Last year, I had 1,000 miles down and only done 584. So I don't believe in putting the same one down again. I like making it a little bit bigger and a little bit tougher. And I plan on hitting that this year and also do a bike ride of a 100-mile ride at one time. So... Um, that's on both goals. One, do it with you, but if I do it myself or with you, either one, that's what my goals are with that. that so I have had the 100-mile bike ride on my goals list for at least, this is probably the third year. At least. Because I love riding bikes, but making the time and getting in shape for a 100-mile ride is difficult. But I, I, st- I like a challenge, and I like the thoughts of it. But something always seems to get in the way. Um, Mostly it is me that gets in the way. But um, so I'm looking forward to doing that with you. Those are some awesome goals. And I'm glad that I talked you into setting goals, aren't you? Uh, Yeah, so far it's worked out pretty good. (laughs) So um, I think the one point that I want to make here is in every... Every couple, there is one person who is more of a realist and one person who is more of the idealistic person or the dreamer. I always say that I'm the dreamer, Earl is the doer. Mm, definitely. But, uh, if I can get him to work on my dreams, we can get it done. So <laughs> seems to be working out pretty well. But more than just goals. Earl and I have worked on some other things over the last several years. And I really wanted to share that with you guys. And it's a little bit hard for me to share because it was a big challenge in life for us. And I've shared pieces of it. 
And over the next few weeks, I want to share a little bit more. But to get started, I wanted to talk about if there's something different in life that you want to work on. Maybe you feel like you want to be a whole different person, and that's okay. But I want to share with you that you probably don't need to be a whole different person. You can just change a few different things and you can find more fulfillment and more joy if you have found your place, if you found yourself in a place where you are dissatisfied with where you are or you don't know what direction you are going. So um, to, to start that, we always talk about Earl's running. And I can't imagine running 100 miles or walking for 100 miles would even be a big, big task. Take me several, several days. <laughs> but Earl started running a few years ago. And I'd love for you to share with us what your thoughts are on that and why you started running. And did you ever think you were going to sign up for a 100-mile race? Or, you know, just share a little bit about that. Yeah, um I started running about five or six years ago, so not very long ago, and it kind of escalated really quick. <laughs> um, usually, things that I get uh, set my mindset on, I start, I go all in with it. I'm not usually a part time person with it. When I first started running, I was mainly doing it just for exercise and kind of just just something to keep moving and kind of just just to feel good. Started running with a, a friend in the neighborhood, and at the time, he was sixty eight, sixty nine years old. When I, I seen him out there running, I thought, wow. So I started running just a few miles with him. And, and I, I never would have thought at the time, I knew what ultra runs were. I, you know, I had kind of seen a few things and um, what they were, but never thought nothing in the world I would ever even consider. I thought, man, this is crazy. And these people are nuts going out and doing these big runs like this. So when I started running, it's like, I'll never forget. And I went and took Ben. Um, he wanted to go run this trail race in northern Kentucky. And I thought, well, if I'm going to drive up there, I'm going to try to do it and just to be there with him and kind of enjoy it. So um, that's when the bug definitely kind of bit. So I came home, me and Ben was all gung-ho, and we signed up for a half marathon. <laughs> and we neither one had ran um, more than probably six or eight miles or something like that. And um, and it, we had just done it 10K, which was six miles. So it was kind of funny, but, you know, we kind of looked at it, had some short-term goals there just to do. and and uh, so. It kind of that's where it kind of started, but then it kind of escalated up. Um, last year, I done my first fifty mile race, um, and it was really tough. It was really hard. Went to try another fifty mile race, but uh, had the DNF, um, didn't finish. Um, but that was going into it with a, an injury, and mainly my goal was to show up. And it was actually a looped course, so I, I ended up finishing one loop. And that was kind of my my goal was like if I can just get one loop done, I'd be I'd be proud of that. I'd put the training in, but I knew my injury just wasn't gonna let me get it the whole thing done. So ended up getting a you know a half marathon done and was proud of that. I mean, I, like I said, sometimes injuries come about and nothing you can do about it. You just it's just part of the of what you do. So I had had several things down for this year races I wanted to look at. Then I was quickly reminded that Ben and Sarah Grace is getting married. So um, <laughs> that kind of took up where a few of them was kind of floating around there. Ben's bachelor party, we're going to actually go on a big hike, me, him, and Corey. That's what he wants to do. So um, that weekend we're going to do that actually was where one of the big races I was looking at. And then they're getting married in June the 3rd, which is another big race I was looking at. It's like the week after. 
So um, I thought, okay, I need to readjust her just a little bit. And I was already signed up for a uh, the Big Turtle 50 mauler in April. Got signed up for hit, so it kind of it was in between everything. So um, doing an earlier big, be the first time I've done a big race that early in the year. So I'm kind of excited about that. So I kept looking, thinking, okay, I need a, a big fall race, something to kind of just to, to work on. I'm the kind of guy that I love having races on the on my board because that's what motivates me. That's what pushes me. That's what makes me get to my goals is because it pushes me to train and keep moving and things like that. So one of my friends, we were talking kind of just about different things and he said, hey, I'm going to sign up for No Business 100. You should sign up with me. And I said, well, I've been looking at that race for a couple of years, talking about it. But I was like, man, that 100 miles just scares me to death. There is a uh, big runner that does a lot of big races, Michael McKnight. And he had, Corey had actually sent me one of his posts and it's like, that race you've been looking at, and it was pretty simple, a short reel. Like that race you've been looking at that scares you, the only way you're going to beat it is just to sign up for it. And I thought, wow. I like, okay. So um, I got up uh, that morning early, got on the computer. The race opened at 8 a.m. that morning. I logged on at 8 a.m. and jumped on, got one of the spots. Um, so did my friend Merle. He got the, another spot. They were 200. I think 200 feet. I may be wrong my numbers, but right at the 250 spots available. The race sold out in under 40 minutes. So in order to get that spot in there was pretty exciting. Um, but also when you sign up for it, it really hits the fan because you're like, wow, this is real now. I've got I, I've signed up for this. So very excited, very nervous, very scared, which is what your goals should do to you, all of those. It should make you excited, but it also should make you a little nervous. If your goals don't make you nervous, you're probably not making them hard enough. Um, so, um, so yeah, I've escalated from the last five, six years running a 10K to running a 100-mile race um, in a short period of time. But also, like I tell people, they're like, oh, there's no way I can do that. Anybody can do it. It just takes practice, time to do it. You're not jumping out off the couch and running 100 miles. There's not saying people couldn't do that, but most people, you know, you got to slowly build up a few miles. So I'm coming off an injury. So even for me, I'm really having to start from the bottom and building back up, you know, and, and so it's uh, exciting to get your plan together and uh, talking to my run coach. Um, I've got, you know, I hired last January. So I've had, had him for over a year. It's definitely helped me a lot. Um, having a coach is in anything you do in life is really good because you can bounce things off of them. Um, they kind of keep you in check and kind of being sure, hey, you need to slow down on this. You need to speed up on this. We need to be a little more tougher on this, but maybe we need to take a couple of rest days here and get covered up. So it's exciting, but then again, like I said, you know, it's a, it's a big thing. So this year, I'll, I'm 50 years old, so I'm not, I'm not the, the young guy on the block. So when I run the 50 mauler, I'll be 50, um, which is kind of fun. I'll be the first time I've been 50 years old and running the 50 mauler. And then when I turn 51, um, it'll be, I'll be 51 by the time the 100 mauler comes around. Definitely exciting. But like I said, definitely a little bit, a little bit nervous, a little bit scared. But I've got a good crew. Renee and, uh, is going to be there. She's my crew chief. She's the one that keeps me going. And when I get to see her, it really uh, motivates me. It's kind of funny. People's life that means the mileage doesn't scare me. Staying up all night, what's going to be the big thing for me? I am not a night person, so that's going to be really hard. 
The cutoff time is 33 hours. So you start, I think, at 8 a.m., uh, 7 a.m. or 8 a.m., I'm sure, Eastern time um, or Central time, I apologize, Central time. And so you got 33 hours before cutoff. So it's a, it's a big deal. But again, to me, your, your, your goal's got to make you a little bit nervous. Your goal's got to push you a little bit. So when you very first started running, there was a transition kind of in life. The boys, uh, Corey had started college. Ben was in high school. We had stayed very busy with them when they were growing up, like all families do. You spent a lot of time coaching, driving back and forth to practices and games. Um, and that always motivated you. You always had goals for them. You always wanted to be there for them and to encourage them to do their best. So that was kind of, I guess, part of what was fulfilling you. But when you didn't have that opportunity to coach baseball anymore um, or upwards basketball or what, you know, Optimus, whatever it was, you felt kind of an emptiness. Would you say that that's correct? Yeah, definitely. Um, I felt like uh, they was getting a little bit older and I kind of felt a little bit like they didn't, they didn't need me anymore. And so I was kind of looking at something to fulfill. So it was kind of fun in a way um, to see them grow up and kind of start doing their own thing. And, um, but also knowing that I can be there anytime. I mean, when they want to go play a golf tournament as adults, they know that I'll, I would always be there for them to whatever they're doing or whatever they want to do in life or running or whatever. But I think it was kind of fun. It's the first time in a long time. I kind of like, man, I'm going to, I got some goals I set for me. Um, it was a little hard at first because I was a little, I felt a little bit out of like, what am I doing? Um, I, felt, I felt like this old man trying to get in this world that was all these people were out just, you know, half or quarter of my age doing. But I think it was a, a very interesting to sit down. I think it's when the goal thing started when you talked about it. It was really hard for me because I never really thought about much goals for myself. I was always looking at family goals or for the boys or for us or whatever, not really thinking about a lot about my goals, why I'd like to run. I, I think it's very easy to see something you'd like to do and think, there's no way. I don't have time for that. Um, but you didn't do that. And I'm thankful you didn't. But we've always gotten up early. So we would get up at maybe six in the morning. But when you started running with our neighbor, he was getting out there pretty early. Yeah. So we started setting the alarm a little earlier and then a little earlier. And now we're at 4.30 yeah. and we get up. So sometimes by the end of the day, we're done a lot earlier than other people because we've been up so early. Yeah. But you started getting up early and I just would get up when you got up and that for me was a great time for me to spend journaling and goal setting and I've shared before about the affirmations there was a year that I wrote affirmations every day I did the artist way that lasted for I think 12 weeks so it gave me time intentional time to be up before the world um, to do something that I wanted to work on for myself. And that's what you were doing, you were getting up early. So I hear a lot of people say, man, how do you have time for that? Or how do you get up that early? But it's really just a habit. I mean, I feel like that's how it was for it is, us. Yeah. When you started getting up early, I don't remember question at all. I just got up and we we always we get up every morning about 4.30. You start the coffee the dog out and then about 15 minutes I get up um, but we have time together every morning mm -hmm. 
and we have since we were married I, I don't remember a time we didn't get up at the same time or go to bed at the same time and we're kind of unique to that even before we worked together we would get up at the same time and go to bed at yep. the same time so I think that is a little bit unique to us but I would suggest you try it because it opens communication when you're awake more <laughs> yeah I agree with that but you were committed to getting up early, so I got up early too. But you have to be willing to share your hopes, your dreams, your goals with other people and risk that they're going to laugh at you. Because you, you thought I was being silly when I said, let's pick a word of the year. Let's have yep. some goals. Write down the goals as if they've already happened. That whole year that I was writing affirmations, you'd kind of poke fun at that. But it, it made a shift. It made it better. But if you have a goal, you kind of got to be willing to share it with people and know that they may think it sounds crazy at first because they're, they've never thought about getting up at 430 right. or they've never thought about running a hundred mile right. race. Or if they did, they thought it was for somebody unique or different than them or special in a way. So what would you say if somebody said, I want to run a hundred mile race. Tell me what I need to do. I would say it takes some dedication um, is a big part, but also because people always time turn like, I'd like to do that, but I really don't have time to do that. And it's like, well, I get up at four 30 in the morning to go do it. It's like, ah, oh, I don't want to get up that. So I say all the time, I just like told you the other day, you were saying something. You said you didn't have time to do it. And I said, well, you probably need to change how you say that. You didn't make time to do that. And so you can, we all got the same 24 hours and we got to decide how we want to want to work them out. I choose to get up at 430 in the morning, get up, have my coffee, spend time with you, then get ready and go out and do my runs. Because that way I enjoy doing that in the morning. Um, and I get back, get ready to get to work. And so get my day started. I just feel good. That's when I do it. But it definitely takes dedication. And like I said, it's, it's going to be a big training block. Um, I know the 50 mile training blocks that I've done has been some big training, some six hour runs on Saturdays, doing doubles, which you know, you're running three and a half hours, three and a half, four hours on Saturday, then turn around and um, two and a half, three hours on Sunday. And so there's some, there are going to be some big weekends that you're putting a lot of time on your feet. So um, it'll be, you know, those eight, 10, 12 hour days that you're out running. But I think getting a coach is a big part of it. You can get online. There's tons of little online goals and stuff you can get on. You can Google a hundred mile training plan. There's thousands of them online. Me personally, I like using vert.run who I use because I like being able to send messages and say, hey, this is what I'm doing. This is what's going on. What do you think about this? This is bothering me. This is doing good, whatever. And then them adjusting my plan to what I'm doing. The, the cookie cutter plan works for most people, and it could work for a lot of people. But for me, I've done those before, and I really enjoy having somebody to bounce it off of and say, oh, there's going to be times something's not feeling right. You're not feeling good. It gets sick. I mean, we've all dealt with that for the last few years. I mean, things, weird things happening and whatever it may be. Um, so those, you, you could send a message and say, hey, not been feeling good the last couple of days, going to back off just for a couple of days. And they're usually really quick about adjusting my plan to say, okay, 
let's slow down for a couple of days. Let's don't get this worse and then see how we feel and get back at it. So to me, a big thing of it is, like I said, getting a coach, it takes dedication and it takes a plan. You're not going to just jump up and just say, I'm going to go do this. Like I said, there is probably a few people out there in the world that can just say, I'm going to go do this and do it. Most people got to train for a few months to get this done. And uh, that's I'm one of those few people that I know I've got to train even as much as I run. I've got to have a plan going into this. And uh, it's not just the running part. That's why I've been, uh, I said earlier, kind of funny, joking only about it, but there's going to be a big nutrition part of it. How much do I need to eat? What do I need to eat? Um, aid stations where I get to see my crew, you and Corey be there. Do I need to change shoes? Do I need to change socks? Do I need to change clothes? Uh, there's a big part goes in this. So it's exciting me because I'm a, I'm a big planner. Um, so I'm really excited about this here because we're sitting down and writing all this down and saying, okay, this is probably the nutrition I need to eat. This is what I need to do. And, um, you know, this is where I'm going to start off with these shoes, but, you know, and I'll see how things are going into it. Maybe 50 miles, I may change shoes, put a fresh pair of shoes on. Every 20 miles, I may put new socks on. I don't know. I just, I got to sit down and figure it out. But that's where the training will come in because I'll practice a lot of this stuff and see how my feet feel and things like that. In this particular race, uh, there's a lot of water crossings. So your feet's going to get wet. And so you got to kind of make that decision. So for me, it's just like I said, it's, you got to have a game plan. You got to have a, a, a crew backing you, friends and family. You got to tell them about it, talk to them about it, tell them what your goals are so they can help you with that. But also having that plan that coach kind of help you get to the, what you want to do. Oh, that's very good. So I'm going to wrap this episode up because this is our 100th episode and you are talking a lot about 100 mile run. Mm-hmm. But the way that I would like to wrap it up is for you to share, is there some things that you give up to be able to run a 100 mile race and some things you gain when you give those up? to be able to run a hundred mile race. And then you're going to come back with us next week. And we're okay. going to talk a little bit more about some of the other things that we completed as a couple together this past year and how we worked together through that and kind of how you felt about some of the goals that I have and how they worked in with your goals. But a lot of people will say, I can't run a hundred miles. I have a full-time job and you and I own a business, mm-hmm. a multi-million dollar business, yeah. I would say. Um, and we've owned it for 20 years and we've been very, very blessed. And maybe in the beginning, you thought you were going to have to give something up at work to be able to, if you were going to be a hundred mile runner, I don't see that's happened, but share a little bit about that. Um, yeah, I think uh, that's why I was nervous about that. I thought, you know, a lot of these people that ran this stuff, I thought, man, these guys are just, they're sponsored athletes. They got all the time in the world to go do this stuff. You know, a lot of the people are not sponsored athletes. They're just everyday people that have normal jobs or own a business or whatever. It really takes a lot of adjusting to that. I, basically, on the weekends, it's kind of funny. I'm giving up that sitting on the couch and watching TV and watching sports, something I enjoy doing, to get out and go run six or eight hours for a day. I like making my plans around that is because – I love having breakfast with you still on Saturday morning before I do these big long runs. We'll have breakfast together and I'll go out on this big run and majority time on the big runs that you've always been my crew and we'll see each other, you know, a few hours into it. We get to see each other. You'll meet me somewhere because you're usually out 
thrifting, having fun still, but you're, you'll come meet me out there. Be sure I got everything I need drink wise or whatever. And, um, and then I get back at it. So, um, that's some things I give up is that, that sitting on the couch and because people go, you know, well, I ain't got time. Well, if you start looking on that, you know, I've cut a lot of my TV out this year. Definitely. I don't watch nowhere near the TV that I used to still enjoy it. I, I love movies and love watching sports and things like that. And I still get them in there. One of those days that I've went on that long run, getting to come home and just rest a little bit. And I'll love watching a good movie or something. Um, but so that's one big part that I can see things I've give up. Um, I feel like that, you know, I've not give up much family time because I still make plans on that. Um, I'll get up early in the morning, usually have breakfast with you and go for a big run and still get to meet you, you and the uh, most, just you've always, but you and the, maybe sometimes the boys or whatever, and the girls and still have lunch together um, or have supper together. So I'm still working around that. But things that I've gained, um, I've gained a new sense on life. Um, that's one thing it really has for me getting out and you're out on the in a trail in the woods running for six hours i mean your brain wonders i mean it's uh i'll I'll listen to a little bit of music uh, some podcasts but sometimes i'll run for hours and never listen none of it i'll have it with me i mean in case i need it you get that low spot but a lot of times just enjoying the silence enjoying the peace enjoying nature being out there and seeing what it's all about that's one thing I can say I've gained. I've gained a lot of peace um, and probably a lot of peace and, and a lot of uh, patience that I used to not have at all. Amen. <laughs> yeah, it was really bad. I had, and that's one thing that's definitely gained me a lot of that because I found out it's not quick. I know I'm not going to get out there and run, you know, this 25 mile practice run in three hours. I know it's going to take me six hours to get out there and do that. And I think that's one thing that's really helped me a lot. It just really changed me how, how I look at life and how I, I, I look at that part of it. All right. That's great. So thank you for sharing with us. You yep. are an inspiration. 100 miles is a big deal. I appreciate you taking the time to be here with us and always encouraging me and supporting me uh, and being willing to share with my followers about all the goals you have. Sometimes how hard it is to put up with me. <laughs> Definitely. That's a, that's a big part challenge too. Thanks, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you.